Cool guys, so welcome back to another episode of the Happy Chubby Podcast. I have Vaughn on today, which is really, really awesome. Um, and yeah, today, pretty much, I think Vaughn can say a little bit more about himself as well. But um, yeah, today we're just going to do a bit of like a bit of an introduction about like Happy Chappy as a whole, why I started, um, what my, I guess, a bit of my vision for it is. And um, yeah, Vaughn's prepped some questions, which he's keen to ask me, so... Yeah, I've briefly gone over them, but um, yeah, I'm kind of keen to go in more depth into those questions as well. So yeah, how's it Vaughn? How's it, how's it Dan? Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, happy yeah. to help. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, a little bit about me. I, I'm I, I'm just a big fan of, of movies and uh, pop culture in, in general. So uh, yeah, I'm just going to ask Dan a few questions so we get to know about the man behind the podcast. So yeah. <laughs> so my first Keen. question today... Have, Dan, is um, what are you dressing up for Halloween coming up this Friday? So that is a good question. Um, I have been thinking about this one quite a bit, um, and I'd, so my my sort of go-to option normally is the X-wing trooper from like Star Wars, just like a general uh, rebel trooper, just because I'd made well with the help of my mom, because <laughs> she's amazing at that sort of stuff. Uh, we made like a pilot outfit for one of the Star Wars movies. I think it was Rogue One. Um, so yeah, that's a really cool, like it's pretty much this orange jumpsuit you put on. Everything's attached to it. So that's like my normal go-to option. This year, I was keen to do something different. I just haven't quite decided on what to do yet. I'm going to something on Saturday night with some friends. We're, watching like a, we're having like a scary movie night. So yeah. We also have like a Hot Rod outfit. I don't know if you've seen Hot Rod. But um yeah, so I might, I might try that out as well. We'll see. But um, yeah, probably going to be the, the X-Wing pilot again, just because it's convenient and it fits me well and I like it a lot. So yeah. How about yourself? Are you, are you, are you, are you dressing up with anything? I, unfortunately, I, I'm uh, at a wedding this weekend. Um, so oh, okay, fair enough. I, I won't be, I'll, I'll be dressing up as James Bond. Um, there we go. There we go. That's I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's yeah. cool. So, yeah. um, so let's just let's get into the crux of this uh, this uh, podcast. Is that um, what what sort of um, what is pop culture for for like for people who don't know, just like your average Joes that go to movies now and then, buy some Funko Pops because they think they're cool. But like, what 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 essentially is pop culture? Yeah. So that's a cool question. Um, I think like it's. So it's, uh, pop culture obviously stands for like popular culture in general. And um, I think like that can be in terms of like comic book sort of stuff, like, you know, like the MCU stuff's kind of huge now. I would say that's like a pretty pivotal part of what pop culture is at the moment. Um, Star Wars, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I think like, like it doesn't just include the movie stuff. Like as you were saying, like I think it includes like Funko Pops and like other merchandise. Um, like this T-shirt, for example, I got a pick and pay yesterday. Like it's it's a pop culture T-shirt, you know, of Jurassic Park, and um, yeah, I think it's just a huge part of my life. And I think like if you're into pop culture, I think you kind of have like your own, almost like your own interpretation of what it is for you. But um, I think generally it is just like a whole like it's it's a group of people who follow popular culture, um, and that can be in like the form of media or merch or you know, video games or whatever the case may be. And it's really exciting. I love it. I think it's it's cool. And it's like, like I think that's how I met you. That's how I met, like, Kashan and Haley. It's all through, like, you know, movies and just our uh, shared interests, which is really awesome. So, yeah. 
Yeah, no, no, it definitely is. I mean, it's also I mean, a great way of meeting like, some genuine people out there. Um, yeah. Also having common interests and stuff. And, and I know that you said that, you, I mean, it plays a huge, it's pretty much your life um, a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But what, what do you enjoy most about pop culture? Yeah, so it's, it's been, pop culture for me has been there since I can remember. Um, like, I, I've shared this before in one of my videos, I can't really remember which one it was, but like the Spider-Man original trilogy and like I would say probably the prequel Star Wars movies, those films like changed, like they changed my life. And like since watching those movies, that's like ever since watching them when I was a, a kid, like I, I've always had that just desire and that passion to almost implement my own pop my own pop culture in a way um in the form of like making my own films eventually and yeah i've kind of messed around with like very basic short concept films on my channel as well um but even just like talking about movies and that like it's it's all a part of it for me um and yeah i would say like i've also formed some really great relationships because of my like interest in pop culture which is really epic um and yeah, like I also like love collecting things, which I'd say is a part of it as well. So like, yeah, I'm, as as I'm pretty sure you know, and a lot of the people who are listening or watch my videos know, I love like Funko Pops, for example. Um, used to be huge into like Lego when I was a kid as well. So yeah, I don't know. It's pop culture is like a, it's almost like a lifestyle for me at this point. Um, and yeah, it just makes the world go around for me, you know. So <laughs> yeah. It's funny that you mentioned Lego because I mean, I, I I myself had a have a. I've actually had a Starflighter collection of Lego, so I got a B-wing, oh, cool. an A-wing, um, even fighter and stuff. Uh, my my twin brother, he has a, an AT-AT, um, so a full-size oh, AT-AT. Yeah. Dude, um, so that's yeah. insane. Yeah. <laughs> so we we take some photos. Yeah, no, no, I must do. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah um, dude. So, no, go for it. So, so yeah, um, just moving on with that, I mean, you're talking about your channel and stuff, and it's funny enough, it relates very much for the next question, is that what, is your, what was your inspiration to start your movie slash Funko Pop uh, review channel? Cool, yeah. So this was one I was kind of, I, like this question I've always been thinking about, like since I started the channel. Um, and I think like, for me, a big thing was that like, I had I had like mates who I talk about movies with, so like I have like close close friends and stuff. But I I always kind of wanted to share my thoughts and like my excitement over things with other people as well. So I thought like, what would be the easiest re- way to reach other people or to to you know like engage in a bigger conversation? And that's kind of where YouTube came into the picture. Um, yeah, I mean I think like. I think I started in 2014 but like I was releasing like very seldomly like videos like I'd release a video like once a month max you know sort of thing and then like as a as a as the years like sort of followed I got more into it made it more of a routine got better at editing got better at recording stuff um so yeah like I'm obviously still hoping the channel goes a lot further than it is at the moment but um yeah my my, my passion for it was to sort of get like grow a community of of people who shared similar interests and i think it's it's getting there which is cool so yeah that, that's awesome man um and and then just talking about that uh what sort of major events have you attended i mean we know i mean in the pop culture universe we know about the comic cons and and the mm-hmm. the, the old uh, durban uh, I- comic icon i think it was or icon yeah. Durban, something yeah yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, I would say ever since I started the channel, um, like the one of the, the first sort of things I did with the channel where I like attended an event were the Project Mayhem screenings at Stir Clinical Gateway. Um, and if you guys don't know who Project Mayhem are, they're like a, I would say like a collectible, um, like action figure sort of store. And they store st statues, Funko Pops, you know, whatever else. Um, and yeah, they, they have, they ha used to have like, and they still do, but not due to COVID at the moment, but they have like screenings at Gateway to Kinecor, which is our local cinema here. And um, yeah, like people would cosplay to those. They would sell some of their action figures there. And um, yeah, it was just really cool because it was like a community of people who, again, like shared the same interest, all attending a movie at the same time. And it's, it's just like, like it made the movie that much more enjoyable. So that was really, really cool. Um, and I've been going th to those screenings throughout the years, which have been really amazing. Um, I think the last one I went to before COVID was the Harley Quinn movie, which was like in Feb, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, so that was really cool. Um, yeah, then I've also attended like stuff like Archon, which has been like a like a local. Yeah, I don't know how to really describe it, but it's like a group of people who like will go play some like um, role playing games at at Archon, and yeah, it's a whole bunch of like comic book stores that have come together and like selling stuff really really cool it's almost like a very like small comic-con in a sense um and then yeah going off of that obviously comic-con over these last couple of years has been really insane been to the last two and then attended the third one via youtube or for facebook or instagram or whatever this year which is cool very different but at the same time pretty cool so yeah it's been cool that south africa i feel like has yeah, I've gotten more into the sort of pop culture scene in a way. Um, and yeah, I've really enjoyed what's been happening so far. So yeah, hope I answered the question. <laughs> no, you definitely did. Uh, because it also tags onto what, what events are you looking for, like forward to? Like obviously, hopefully post-COVID, um, post-lockdown, that things can return to normal. I mean, is there any specific events that you're looking forward to go to? Yeah, so I would say definitely... Um, Next year, like, I'm hoping Comic-Con's back to normal because that was just... I think, like, overall, that's that's one of the bigger events in South Africa at the moment. So, yeah, I'm really excited for that to get back and I really hope to, uh, next year it'll be able to sort of be normal again, you know? Um, and then, yeah, just the, the movie screenings with Project Ma'am and just movies in general, actually. Like, I really miss the cinema and... I've been a couple of times now um, during COVID, which has been awesome, but it's still not the same. Like it's not that community feel like it normally is um, to a certain extent. So yeah, I'm excited for that to get sort of back to normal as well. So yeah. 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 Okay. Now, now this is like possibly looking into the future when you're all famous. Um, what's sort of <laughs> a, a, a dream event that you could attend in the near future? Would you, would you aim to go to? So like sure. a, a, a New York Comic Con or something like that, um, as an example. Mm -hmm. So yeah, obviously the, the international cons would be amazing. So like New York or San Diego or whatever. Um, but also like I would love to eventually one day go to like a, a, a preview or press screening for like a movie overseas, like a red carpet sort of event for a movie. Um, like I know some of the bigger, like sometimes some of the bigger reviewers and and that get invited to those um, beforehand, and that would be absolutely amazing. Just doing a bit of like press there and yeah, you know, watching the movie with some of the people who were in the movie, like it would be absolutely insane. 
So I mean, that's kind of like a next to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like sitting next to you ever, like, you know, Tom Holland yeah. or, you know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, watching um, Spider-Man or something. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, and and I mean, it's it's not an impossibility, you know, like if you have that sort of audience and reach. So, yeah, that'd be absolutely insane. Um, yeah, I'd really love to do something like that eventually. Or, or even just interview someone, like, on my channel who's quite, like, a big star or celebrity. Um yeah, I'd eventually love to get to that sort of position as well. So yeah, like like you did for with um, Blood Show with Vin Diesel, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's actually so funny. Like every once in a while, I get a comment on that video, like asking if it was real or not. And I'm like, guys, it's definitely fake. It's definitely fake. But yeah, that doing that for real would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can imagine. Sure. I, I I don't know. I think that like if I had to sit opposite like flipping even mark hamill if i had to sit opposite him i think like the inner fanboy would just come out of me and i just lose my mind I'd be like what this is mark hamill totally, <laughs> looks yeah. like, oh, okay. like what so yeah um but yeah i mean looking forward and we're, we're going to stay on the positive strain train looking forward post covid and um, what are you looking to hope to accomplish with your channel in the near future yeah so at the, at the moment i'm trying to i'm trying to make the, the videos are doing that more sort of unique and different to what other people are doing just because I feel like because YouTube's quite like a a big platform now and like it's very sort of saturated with these sort of things and often like besides like the Netflix sort of content like movies that are releasing in cinemas we often will get a bit later compared to other countries so like whenever I do release a review it's kind of like old news nearly so yeah, I'm trying to figure out like a, a strategy just to make my videos more engaging for people who are watching and um, yeah, just to make my channel as a whole more unique for for people who, who stop by. So yeah, I would love to obviously grow, but at the same time, I, I don't want to grow just for the sake of growing. I want it to be something that's enjoyable for myself and the people who are watching. So yeah, that that's kind of the dream um, and we'll, we'll see where it goes, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, uh, you always want your 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 audience that are following you to be like real fa uh, fans, or we call them brand exactly. champions, where where they're promoting your stuff for almost like free because they they mm -hmm. found it relevant and it's you know exciting. Um, mm -hmm. The the bit of negative side is like, what has your biggest struggles been with uh, creating your channel post lockdown during lockdown? Yeah, so I think. Lockdown has been very weird. Like I've had really good moments in it and then really like just difficult and like unmotivating moments as well. Is unmotivating the right word? Demotivating. Demotivating, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so like uh, certain moments have felt really good and then certain moments like you kind of just feel like a bit down and bummed out about everything. Um, and yeah, also like this year, like I resigned from my full-time job um to go to freelance and then like the next month literally COVID hits so yeah those first couple months like I was just feeling very lost and you know uncertain about things um but at the same time like the channel was something that remained consistent for me I did like a it was very different to the content I normally did but I did like a 21 days in lockdown because that was meant to be like the initial period of lockdown in our country um so that was really cool and I was making a video every single day which was very hard but it was like challenging and, and good at the same time um and yeah like I don't know I think it's just for me it's 
it's something that is difficult a lot of the time like even just this video call for today like it's been so difficult to plan it out because i was busy like the whole weekend then like yeah it's just been crazy so yeah there are certain times where it's like it's extremely difficult especially because i'm not getting like i'm not getting like a, like money from this at the moment which is 100 percent fine but at the same time like you sort of want to prioritize the stuff that you are earning off at the moment you know so yeah it's it's I'm kind of ranting a bit here, but it's, it is a bit tough at times, but at the same time, like, as I said earlier, like, it, it's something that I do enjoy doing, and that's why I want to put effort into it, um, but at the same time, like, I want it to be enjoyable for people who are engaging with the content too, I don't just want to make a video and then, like, I didn't make a video and then expect people to engage with it, like, if, if I as a viewer would not engage with the content, then I don't want to release it, if that makes sense, so, yeah. That's kind of where my headspace is at at the moment, yeah. Well, well that's good. Uh, as as long as you you have uh, certain standards that you that you want to keep to, um, I think that that's always beneficial. Yeah. Um, so we're down to the last two questions now. So, okay. um, so. The, the next one is, um, what sh short term goal are you looking to achieve by the end of twenty twenty, and what is one long term goal that you're looking to achieve? Sure, good questions. I like that. Okay, so. The first part of that is, it's 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 going to be tough because we're nearly at the end of 2020. But I really like my goal for 2020 has been to reach a thousand subscribers on the channel, and I think we like about halfway there now. So yeah, I'm gonna have to hustle a bit because I'm trying to get like a thousand subs before like you know December 31st. Um, and then yeah, like long-term goal is I want to make like a like a short film, but like a like a proper one that I can like submit to festivals and that um that is definitely a long-term goal so yeah throughout this year I've been trying to learn how to write screenplays a bit better and yeah I've been looking into like how you know music is constructed for like movies and stuff like that so yeah I've been trying to do a lot of research and and um and sort of almost prep for that sort of stuff in the future um but yeah that's I don't know when that's going to be, but it's definitely a goal that I have and it's, it's going to be in the back of my mind forever. So I'm going to have to eventually do it because it's going to drive me crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it de definitely will. Um, it's a way at you at night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. So, yeah. So, so the last question I have to pitch to you is that with you owning or doing your own channel and being a content creator for yourself, um, looking at from where you started from back in 2014, uh, what mm. advice would you give to those out there looking to start their own sort of YouTube channel, review channel, pop culture channel? Sure, that's cool. I like that. Um, I mean, it's yeah, I, I like it's hard to give advice because I feel like I'm not in the like. Although I've been a bit consistent in it, like I'm not at the position of like other people, you know, who who have been doing this for like years and years and years and made it like their full time life. And this is still kind of like a sad, sad thing for me. Um, but yeah, I think the advice I'd give would just be to make sure you're in it for the long term, like you're in it for the long game. Um, and it's not, it's not easy. Like, trust me, the, the amount of times I've thought about just stopping everything has been like a lot. Um, but I think, yeah, like I think you just have to be in a position where you know it's going to take a lot of energy, a lot of hard work, a lot of focus. Um, but also at the same time, make sure you're doing it because you do enjoy it and um, you are getting something out of it. Like, don't just give and give and give to it if you're not getting anything out of it at the same time. 
So, yeah, I would say that, like, and also make it unique to yourself. Like, I think, especially at the beginning, I was trying to copy other people a lot, which I realized wasn't working for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, you got to sort of find your own voice and your own, you know, unique feeling to your videos. I think, like, like all the subscribers I'm sub, like, sub to, like, the, the thing that differs from all of them is that they're all, like, unique different channels and I think that's why I gravitate towards them so much like I wouldn't follow the same channel like you know with different people on it necessarily like I like different channels and I think that's the awesome thing about YouTube is everything is so different um so yeah I think make yourself different and and in that way you're going to stand out from everyone else so yeah I, I think that's what I would say and uh, it might change over the years but I think that's what I would say at the moment yeah yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely agree with you in terms of that you're in it for the long run. Um, it's, yeah. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people that get lucky enough to find success overnight, um, aren't there for a very long time. It's more the guys that have invested pretty much their life's work into a YouTube channel where they're mm. creating content on a weekly basis, even daily basis, where they're streaming two, three hours, even sometimes six hours a day. Um, yeah, they they definitely re realize that it it is a long term game, uh, and mm. I mean you, you're going to reap reap the rewards if you stay in it for get eventually get that success. And I think the reward is not the monetary value that you earn from it or or anything like that, but building the right followers and right subscribers that are that that sort of inspire you to do the next one because you're getting the right fans that are commenting on your videos and and give and giving you feedback which is what you want as, as a as a video or as a content creator um mm. so that that's just my two cents so no yeah I, I totally agree with you and like even if you look at like the bigger youtubers like say mr beast or you know pewdiepie or whoever like they 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 like people just kind of think they were like overnight successes but they weren't they also put like a lot of effort and graft into their work um and they were unique and different and that's i think what's made them so popular um they like very different channels they like you know like looking at things from a different perspective having their own spin on the way they edit their videos and the look and feel of their videos and that's what's brought them success so i think yeah like i think a lot of the time we we want to almost just copy people straight away because they are successful which makes sense but at the same time i think you're kind of shooting yourself in your own foot if you do that because yeah, I don't think people want to sub to the same channels, you know what I mean? Like, they want to have different, yeah, they want to be sub to different people. So, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, no, definitely. It's it's like, it's almost like following different brands. I mean, you got your Adidas, your Nike, and your Reebok. Yeah, they're all top shoe manufacturers, but they're all different brands. It's not, it, you can't just go and rip off Adidas and think, I'm going to be as like, successful as Adidas. It doesn't work mm. that way. So yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with you. The finding your own originality, I think, is the most key important thing, and and becoming a content creator. So. Mm. Yeah, cool. No, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so that's all all the questions I have today. <laughs> cool, sick. Yeah, so I'm trying to. I don't think I like. It's, did I send you the Instagram questions? I don't think I did. No, no, you didn't. Okay, so there's, there isn't a lot, but I'm going to get your perspective on one or two of these as well. Um, so, what is your favorite underrated movie? Sure. Favorite That's from Caleb. Underrated. Your 
Favorite underrated movie. Okay, let me just wrap. And I'm kind of, I'm now kind of just like dropping that on you. I'll try to think of one as well. Uh, sure. Um, um, underrated. Um, I, 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 it was a zombie movie. However, okay. I, I, for some, for the life of me, I cannot remember the name of it. But yeah. you know, the plot, the plot was like they were they were in an in an abandoned city, and like that, like the guys would go out to go and get resources and then come back. Um, it was a pretty low-budget film. In fact, I think it was an actual rip-off of that, um, that other movie that was, I can't remember, but they had like a juggernaut sort of like truck where they would go and then all of a sudden the zombies sort of like learn to all work together and they walk and they attack this like city. And it felt like it was a rip-off of that one. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember. I, yeah, not familiar. Yeah, the, I mean, the last time I saw this underrated movie was when blockbusters were still around and I hired it on DVD. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was blown away about how good it was. Um, I can't even remember. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to Google it and find out for you. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, oh, I, I just enjoy zombie movies, to be honest with you, and gore and thriller. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm trying to think for myself as well. Um... I mean, I said this on one of the podcasts a couple of weeks ago, but like I watched a movie called Synecdoche, New York, which was a film by Charlie Kaufman. And I know Charlie Kaufman's got his own like hardcore fan base, but that film was just, it's still in my head to this day. Like it was such a, such a weird movie, but at the same time, it's like so deep and like interesting. And it's just made me think about a lot of things since watching it. So I'd say that's like up there at the moment with one of my favorite underrated movies. Um... Yeah, and then this other question. So this is from John, and he wants to know thoughts about Jared Leto being in Justice League 1.2. So to to add on to this question a bit, um, there's a lot of like new people who are being introduced into the Justice League movie. Well, not necessarily new people, but people who weren't in like the original, I guess, idea of what Justice League was going to be. So. What are your thoughts on like the sort of stacked cast at the moment? Yeah, I mean, I think also like Michael Keaton, I think was mentioned as well, if I'm not mistaken, as Batman or appearing as like an older Batman in the Justice League. I think yeah, I think that might be the Flash movie that's coming out oh, afterwards. Uh, but um, so I just the name? saw Michael Keaton and I was like, oh my word, Michael Keaton, I mean, they, not Batman. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm very keen um, for that. Yeah, I mean Jared Loretta, I thought I thought his performance was okay as Joker. Um, he's definitely not my favorite. Um, uh, just, uh, I mean I, d- I don't like to rate actors, but I mean, flipping yeah. his leisure was amazing as Joker, and I don't think that's that's a performance that's going to be easily replaced. Um, but yeah, in terms of that stack cast, I mean, I'm looking forward to so getting more and more excited as we draw nearer to a release date for that movie. Um, mm. It's the Jack Snyder Justice League we're talking about. So yeah, just for yeah. the for the online viewers, so that they know which movie we're talking about. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, no, I'm 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 looking forward to it, and I, sure, because uh, yeah, and Christian Bale was wasn't he mentioned as well? Was I mean, there yeah, there were there were rumors about all these different people appearing. Yeah, I think like because I think because I think the Flash is going to be like a Flashpoint vibe, so I think they're going to try bring like cameos of different people into that. Um, but yeah, like the Justice League is sounding interesting because I think it's like they're splitting it into four different parts on HBO Max. Um, 
and like yeah, so Jared Leto is now coming back as Joker. Um, the dude, I can't remember his name at the moment, but the, they're bringing back Deathstroke, who was like in one of the after credit scenes. Joe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Joe something. Something with the M. I can't remember his surname. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm keen for the Zack Snyder Justice League. But at the same time, I think what people need to remember as well is that like, this is at least from my perspective. I, I didn't like, like I, I, I would say I liked Man of Steel quite a lot. I think it was a good movie. But I did not love Batman vs Superman, to be honest. There are a few great moments in it, but I didn't love it. So, yeah, like although everyone's hopped up on the Snyder cuts, and I also kind of am, I must say, because I'm keen to see Zack Snyder's vision. But for me personally, Zack Snyder hasn't always been like my personal favorite, like action or comic book director, if that makes sense. Or, like again, I, I don't like also bashing on people because I know everyone's got their own tastes and stuff, but. Yeah, like, I, I think everyone just needs to keep their expectations at a certain level for this, because I don't know if it's going to reach the expectations that people sort of have preconceived now because of of this, of this, yeah. Yeah, I would say, like, those people who watch Justice League, keep your expectation exactly the same, and then see what happens. If you get blown away, you get blown away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, I, 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 love, I love the way that Jason Momoa is now portraying Aquaman. Um, yeah. I don't know if you ever watched the old animated series of Justice League or Justice League of America with with how dumbed down they make Aquaman look and how weak he looks. And now with an actor like Jason Momoa, how he's turned that character completely 180. And it's just like, yeah. you know, people never like, I mean, you watch Big Bang series and like, you know, the one Halloween uh, episode is like, oh, I don't want to go as Aquaman. But now it's like, I want to go as Aquaman, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how, like, a, a good, strong actor has changed perception of, like, one character that if you look back, I mean, in the comic books, Aquaman is, like, he's the king of the sea. I mean, he's awesome. Mm. But in Justice League of America, I think they make him look, like, not as strong, which is, like, you know, he isn't just a sub-hero. He actually is, like, up there with, like, your Wonder Womans, your Supermans. Um, and mm. even your Martian, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I must say, yeah, I think uh, actually, like all the all all the cast in the Justice League, um, I really enjoyed. Like we didn't get to see much of um, Ray Fisher, who was Cyborg, which was kind of bumming. But um, and even the Flash, I wish we kind of got to see more of Ezra Miller's Flash. But I think yeah, like Jason Momoa has been amazing. Gal Gadot's been amazing. I love Ben Affleck's interpretation of Batman. And I think also Henry Cavill as Superman has been so, so good. Like, I've loved his, his character. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. But um, it's going to be very interesting to see how it all goes down. Because I think it is almost becoming a bit of like a mini-series now compared to a movie. Which I'm still fine with, but yeah. Okay, I'm just going to see if we've got any other cool questions here. Um, you haven't seen The Boys, have you? Uh, I have seen the boys. Yes, I have you. Yeah, have yeah. you seen season two as well? No, I haven't seen season two. I've seen season one though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want really want to get into season two. <laughs> I know it's short. It's short. I don't want to get into that question because I don't want to like spoil anything for those who haven't seen it. Okay, sick. I think that's that's cool for today. I might put some of these other Instagram questions into um, next week's podcast. 
But Vaughn, bro, thanks so much for being on today. I flipping yeah, appreciate it. I know it was last minute, but yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Um, okay, have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> where, so, do you have anything like you want to share like with people, like where they can check you out or follow you? I know you got like your your um food page food, on, the, on Facebook and that. Nah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I dude, don't plug it, bro. Plug it. <laughs> now, come on, dude. I, uh, <laughs> just do I, it. I, I, I just like one one piece of advice that I can give. Uh, just a bit okay. of background about me is that I work for a digital marketing agency, um, and I deal with sort of con- like I don't create content myself. I'm I'm not creative at all. I'm a statistical analytical person that looks at different platforms all day. Um, but what I can say to those who are looking to create a YouTube channel is that make yourself findable. Uh, findable. I don't think it's an actual word, but I mean, be on different platforms, be on the Twitters, be on the, be on the Instagrams, be on the Facebooks. Um, just get yourself out there as much as you can in front of people as much as you can. And um, people say like, oh, how many times must I post a week? Three times, two times. Like, no, you should be posting every single day. Um, you're a content creator. And even though, yes, it's hard because it's a sideline, sideline hobby that you're doing or that you've got a passion for. Um, you need to be posting every single day. Um, it's 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 that's what's come down to to because there's so many people out there that are posting once or twice a week, um, which are just adding more content, more content, more content. And the thing is, you're not findable, you're not discoverable because you're not in front of them all the time. Um, and by adding every single day, if you're on there, you're adding one post, one video, or or just a tweet here, a tweet there. Like even if. Uh, I mean, people forget the Thursday throwbacks that we used to do. I mean, some people still do it, or the Flashback Fridays. I mean, still do it. Go back and say, like, hey, people really need to see this review on Justice League back then, you know? Thursday throwback, look at this review thing. So that that's just, like, my little input because I know that that sort of stuff works um, with businesses, and there's no reason why it can't work with uh, content creators out there. So, yeah. Mm. Dude, just some flipping love that words of wisdom <laughs> thanks so, yeah i think so, it's very cool and i think it's very helpful for a lot of people as well so yeah dude thanks so much for being on today really really appreciate it and to those listening i'll be back next week um yeah i'm excited for next week i think the guest is locked in i just need to confirm with them but yeah it's going to be cool um and yeah i hope you guys have a great week going forward and we'll see you soon sick cool